You're listening to The Cannabis Hangout, two girls, one bowl, and a podcast that is breaking the stigma of marijuana. My name is Brandon. And my name is Saba. We will be connecting with a community of cannabis enthusiasts by educating people, sharing stories from medical marijuana patients, and interviewing industry leaders while debunking cannabis myths. So we invite you to come roll with us while while we we break break it all down. Hey there, I'm Saba. And I'm Brandon. And we are the hosts of the Cannabis Hangout. This episode is sponsored by Seven Point Threads, which is a locally owned online retail shop that sells exclusive merchandise from cannabis brands. All clothing items are unisex in style and size, so you and all your friends can enjoy. Brand, tell the people about the discount code. Okay, okay, twist my arm. We can't forget that. <laughs> you can use the code HANGOUT for 15% off all purchases at shop7point.com. So guys, let's dive right in. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Mae Mullins of ND Care Oklahoma. She's a massage therapist who connects through cannabis meditation, and we love all of these things combined. So we're super excited just to hear from her today. And so friends, please welcome Miss May to the Cannabis Hangout. Hey, May. Hey, y'all. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Welcome. And yeah, thanks again for taking the time out of your day to come hang with us and talk all things cannabis. Totally. So let's just dive right in, May. Yeah. Tell Tell us where your cannabis journey began. Oh, okay. Well, that started a long time ago. Um, I actually, well, I started smoking cannabis with my best friend when I was 16 because everything sucked. (laughs) You know, just like life was just like a mess and I just like started smoking with her. And my first time honestly was so horrible because we went to a football game and just like when everybody like points out that they know you're high or they Uh, think uh, you're high and just ruins your high. You think you never want to smoke again. You're all paranoid, whatever. Totally. So that was obviously before legalization because that was over 10 years ago. And, um... So yeah, and then I just, I knew that I liked the feeling of it, whatever it was, I couldn't really understand, but I knew that I wanted it and I knew that I needed it over, you know, choosing other things. Mm -hmm. So um, then when I was in my late teens, I was just having extreme menstrual pain, like such bad I mean, it was so bad. I would go to the emergency room. I wanted, like, Mm. I was crying to God, like, why am I alive? Uh, Like, why am I experiencing this? You know, like, why, you know? Uh. Um, And so I actually got the opportunity to go see a different best friend. Um, She was living out in California where it was medical in 2010. And I took the opportunity to go out there with her. And my first weekend there, I started my cycle and it was so bad. And, you know, she's my best friend. She cares about me. We call each other cosmic sisters. And she was just like freaking out, you know, just to see me in so much pain and not understanding it. And like, Mm -hmm. she didn't have painful cycles. So this is a lot. I mean, when you're Um, cramping, if you've ever been in the fetal position for any amount of time, Mm -hmm. for that to be happening for long periods of time, like like, that is horrible. It's like you're having contractions over and over and over. Yeah, your body's like trying to get that blood out. Yeah, you know, like shed the uterus for sure. Um, and so (laughs) she ended up taking me to the emergency room because we didn't really know what else to do. And they immediately told me that it was just severe menstrual pain. They didn't really know what it was. You know, all my scans were fine and stuff. And uh, they prescribed me Vicodin. Mm. I'm 20 years old, you know. And so I already knew people who had had a lot of issues with pharmaceuticals back then. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And um, actually, (laughs) to touch on a personal note, the person... um, 
that I had left the state for recently back that long ago, I had been really close in contact with what the effects of pharmaceuticals can do to somebody. Cause I grew up with this person. I knew them as a kid. And then we reconnected when we were 18, 19 and they were addicted to pharmaceuticals. Mm-hmm. They were on methadone. They said to be on mm-hmm. methadone for life. Wow. And that was just unreal to me, yeah. you know, and someone like I use cannabis all the time and at this age. And so I introduced them to like using cannabis not synthetic cannabis, but like real cannabis, like even though it's illegal, something that has always stuck out to me is good people break bad laws. And whenever people would try to like condemn me for wanting to access cannabis, that was just like my mantra that got me through as like a people pleaser, as someone who wants to care, as someone who does care. Um, it's just like really overwhelming when people aren't approving of what you feel so passionate yeah, about yeah. and what saved your life. Like people are telling you they're so happy you're here and they don't, you know, they wouldn't want a world without you, but little do they know that like you're on the brink of leaving that world every day without yeah. this medication, this, yeah. this access to plant power, plants, yes. like something that's been around for thousands of years, much like massage therapy. Yeah, <laughs> that is well said, Mace. Yeah, so that was very well said. Kind of flipping the script a little bit. Does yeah. your family know that you use cannabis and are you open with them about it? A hundred percent. My A lot of my family used cannabis and uh, the people who didn't said it was because it was illegal, you know, and they just didn't want to deal with that aspect. I totally understand people's jobs and livelihoods. I get it. Um, but now with, you know, legalization, everyone in my family is Love a that. participant, That's even so Florida's medical. And so yeah. yeah, it's really awesome. And it just, uh, you know, brings that community and that connection within mm-hmm. the family dynamic. That's usually so, I mean, you guys know, mm-hmm. you can't deal with the tension yeah. at the family dinners and the cousins go out and smoke yes. or whatever. You guys know. That's yeah. so cool that you're, so, you can do that. I feel like that also yeah. taps into a lot of different types of connections with your family. Yeah. It like does. a whole different side yes. of it. Cause you're all stoned and then you can go into like crazy conspiracy theories and yeah. like just all like the deep feelings yeah. and you know, your real passions and like, totally. It restored family, my relationship with my mom. Awesome. Yeah. That's sure. so cool. So what is your favorite way to consume cannabis? Is it flour, concentrates, edibles, patches? All the ways. Um, I think that cannabis is such a multidimensional plant and we're mm-hmm. such multidimensional beings that no one way is really my favorite because there's always new ways yes. to explore to use it. Yes. And I actually heard you, I think it was Yusaba say um, that we're like onions with layers and that's how cannabis <laughs> is. Yes. And I was like, yes, that's so, so true. For wow. sure. Yeah, I was listening to you guys. Y'all I'm are so awesome. impressed. Yusaba's <laughs> <laughs> onion analogy is so hard right now. I'm literally choosing so hard right now. So what are some of your brands with, or your favorite brands with that being said, um, or staple products that you cannot go a day without? Um, that's a challenge because I have such a strenuous relationship with cannabis mm-hmm. being as, um, when I first walked in the door, we kind of touched on the whole addiction mm-hmm. and like how, even though cannabis is a better alternative, we're still like still using it in such addictive ways. So for me, I go through spurts where I just, I'm not a season in my life where I feel like I need to step away from it. Yeah. Um, and so when it comes to brands, I'm, I like to explore new brands and find out why people got into cannabis in the first place to see if I want to continue to use it. Yeah. Cause sometimes I cool. use products and then I find out more about them and I'm upset that that's where my voice went, my dollar. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah that, that, 
great answer. Yeah. Wow. Very well said. Yeah, for sure. So whenever you medicate, what's something that you love to do? Yoga. <laughs> I love to work out. Um, I I just love really being outdoors when I like smoke, you know, it's so great Same. to just, yeah. It's yeah. Wonderful. I know. I'm itching it. Brandon's leaving me next week for the outdoors and I'm like, oh, take me. Oh with yeah. You. Where do you get to go? Tennessee nice. and Arkansas. Beautiful. Yeah. Like I never appreciated America really like growing up as an American and mm-hmm. just kind of like as a depressed child being like, why am I in America? Yeah. Why am I yeah. like all these things, I know you know, you just like not having that gratitude growing up. Yeah. Um, but getting older and like moving out of Oklahoma and, and experiencing like, life yes, other places. Other places. Oh, yeah. it's so beautiful. There's so much to appreciate. Here. I know. Yeah. I know. Then Natural you're like, beauty. what was I thinking? Right. I didn't know anything. Right. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Can't relate, but <laughs> so I have a question just because yeah. when you were talking about your menstrual cycles being really bad earlier, that's yeah. something that I can kind of relate to too because when I was in high school specifically my first day of pre-AP English I will never forget it I I actually started my menstrual cycle in fifth grade I started very early um I was told it was because of coffee but I don't know if that's actually true wow anyways um and so first day of school high school and I get these crazy cramps Mm -hmm. and it's to the point where I pass out Yeah, and it's so painful that my body just can't tolerate it. Well, this happened for like two or three years after Mm -hmm. and the doctors could never figure it out and whatever. Um, I figured it was my menstrual cycle. Well, it turns out right before I start my menstrual cycle, my acidity in my body gets, or it was like that, got so bad that that's what it was, was like acid reflux in my body. So. Anyways, I yeah. long story short, but I hadn't I didn't connect with cannabis until my early 20s. Yeah. And so for you since you had tapped in so early, what was that journey like when you had like figured out that cannabis was helping? Was it mostly flower that you were into to help that pain? It was mostly flower for sure. And when it came to dealing with my pain that, you know, Western medicine said they didn't know it was yeah. a mystery. It's just severe pain from wherever. Um, I just needed to deal with, there was no cure or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, being able to connect with the plant itself really allowed me to open up to the other emotions that were causing me so much pain, like deep yeah. in my subconscious, mm-hmm. you know, these beliefs that um, just like, being a girl sucked, you know, yeah. and yeah. a lot of things like that. Yeah. You know? I used just to like, hate being a girl yeah, growing exactly. up. I was always like, I wish I was a boy, yeah. but I didn't appreciate right. being a woman. Exactly. I mean, especially when you're experiencing that kind of yeah, pain. You're, like, you're like, this, this is shit. happening to right. a guy. Yeah. 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 And then delving more into that and realizing that a lot of that pain I had brought on because of my thought patterns of being a woman sucks, yeah. being a woman's, you know, mm-hmm. um, just less than really, you know, yeah, really, no, that's I what it that. is. The feminine is like, and you know, to touch on that, going back into massage therapy and why I am able to, I'm so excited. And let me, let me backtrack a little bit. I am rebranding. I was currently breathe wellness, only mm-hmm. massage therapy focused on massage and movement. Um, lots of breathing. Cause you know, breathing is life. It's what brings us to that state of peace. Mm-hmm. And, um, being able to go through all the things that I have and where we're at in our legalization with our recognition of at least what it says in the law that it's medicinal. Mm -hmm. Um, 
that has really given me the opportunity to now at this point be like, okay, I'm ready to talk about this more with my business Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. how it wasn't just massage or what led me into massage. And really that connectivity to plants, plant power, terpenes. So with that being said, May, tell us about Indie Care Care Oklahoma and what services you offer the people. Cool. (laughs) Um, So Indie Care was born out of wanting independent care, wanting to not be tied down to, um, I was fighting really hard when I originally got into massage therapy for acknowledgement and for billing insurance. And then you get more involved and you realize how these providers who have been billing for insurance feel so trapped by what they can provide their patients Mm -hmm. because of the limitations of insurance and what they can get paid on. And Mm -hmm. so that was a huge shift for me from realizing, okay, stop trying to break into mainstream and make yourself known somewhere that continues to reject you um, as a whole and figure out how to do this on your own and create a community that you so desperately crave. Yeah. Um, So that's how IndyCare has morphed from just breathing wellness to actual independent care and feeling confident to share how massage, breath work, meditation, and cannabis, which smoking, like people love smoking because you're like, that's really the only time you're taking an intentional. Yeah. 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 It's kind of unfortunate that it has to be paired yeah. with yeah. smoke. And yeah, so, I never really thought about that. Um, yeah. I love being able to educate on cannabis and how beneficial it is topically for our cellular structure, how ingesting it helps our digestion. Um, The whole digestive track is just huge on what is being signaled to your mind for your hormones and those pains. Like you mentioned your acidity, Uh like, wow, that's so cool to hear. And to, I love to talk about women who've had, you know, similar pains with their cycles um, because that's not something yeah, I ever thought about, no. but the hugest thing when it comes to your health mm-hmm. is really balance. And we are in such an acidic society when we're really meant to thrive in a more alkaline situation. Yeah. Um, that's what gets us back to that level. And so to hear that is just like, wow, my mind, it's like, I'm trying to concentrate <laughs> on the podcast now, but now I'm like thinking about all Shifting. these things. I want to go into my business and like, yeah. um, really portray that more and kind of get into that, that realm. Awesome. So Wow, that's awesome. I love that. Yeah, for that's sure. So really cool. share with us how cannabis ties into meditation along with using like essential oils and massage therapy for you. Yeah. Um, so one of my biggest things that I want to be heard and acknowledge that I feel like the connection is not being addressed is how essential oils are terpenes. Yes. You yes, know, like, yes. and like when I was making, I knew them first like, as essential oils. Right. So, and then right. You, yeah. And then you learn more and you're like, wait, these are literally terpenes. Yeah. These are naturally occurring in plants all over. <clears throat> and that is what's helping these compounds, the THC and the CBD regulate our body better. It's right. like yeah. the influence of the terpenes. Um, so yeah, that's, that's just huge. And your sense of smell is your only sensory that is tied to your emotions and your memories. And I feel like that's why cannabis that's cool. is so Makes like sense. unlocking yeah. for people, you know, yeah, because you're able it. to like 
really heal with the terps. And um, when you smell something and it smells like bitter and pungent, mm-hmm. that is usually the like pathway to your brain for that specific emotion yeah. is like blocked. And that's why that scent is just not so pleasant to you. Wow. And so that's probably what you need. And then when you smell things, you're like, oh, I love that smell. Like, oh, that's perfect for me. Like a lot of people like lavender, you know, or patchouli. Yeah. And usually those people are really balanced. And when you look at what's behind lavender and patchouli and the more metaphysical connection mm-hmm. with it, and you're like, wow, no wonder they like they, those. They they outpour what is the best parts of those plants, you know? Okay. Um, because for me, I hated lavender. Really? Oh, it was so hard for me. It gave me headaches. Mm. Um, and just as it was so interesting too, because- as a massage therapist, you're calm, mm-hmm. you're collected, you're creating a safe space for people to feel and heal. Like you're not healing them. You're being the facilitator so their body can do what it knows to do. The yeah. body is way smarter than I could ever claim to be. Um, so yeah, um, I kind of lost my thought on that because it just it literally mind. blows my mind how intelligent our body is and how much we dismiss the things that we feel and try to make them more logical. And that's just been like a really present theme in my yeah. life and something I was talking about and touching back on to um, just not liking being a girl and the feminine aspects in the world and how the masculine and the feminine has such this tug of war going on rather than inclusivity, mm-hmm. acknowledgement, honoring, respect. Um, so yeah, there's just so much that like your questions, like, yeah, I, I <laughs> like I could keep going and going, but you're doing- <laughs> to go back to the original question, did I answer it? Yeah, no, you did. You okay, killed good. it. Okay, good. So with cannabis and massage therapy, that yeah. is such a niche. What's your favorite thing about what you get to do? My favorite thing about what I get to do is, (laughs) wow, that's so challenging. There's so many favorite things about what I get to do, but my favorite thing probably is getting to be there in their most vulnerable states and allowing them, whether it's negative or positive, to know that that's something necessary for them to evolve past what they're currently going through, whatever that pain pattern is. You can't negate the positive or the negative, just thinking like, oh, I want to be positive all the time. So just that vulnerability space of like people, sometimes it's unspoken. You know, it's just so much feeling. Mm -hmm. And when people, my okay, I, I realize now as I'm talking my favorite part, My favorite part is when people are consistent and choose to come back to me because I know that they're getting something from me that's Mm -hmm. valuable to them and there's an equal exchange going on. And when you realize that there's not an equal exchange going on, it helps you develop your boundaries even better. Mm -hmm. And so that's my favorite part is just getting to be there for other people as they grow and learn Mm -hmm. and then recognizing that like, Hey, I'm growing and learning too. You're very well spoken. Yeah, you really are. So I noticed on your Instagram that you use hemp seed oil for your massages. Yeah. Tell us about that, the benefits of it and why you choose to do that for your clients. Hemp, like I said, cannabis in general is amazing. When I 
include cannabis in my business of indie care. I'm going to kind of go back to indie care just a little bit. Sure. Um, indie care is with massage, cannabis, and meditation, which happen to be my initials. And so when I think of cannabis, I want people to think of it in the full spectrum of its abilities and how we can wear it and eat it Mm -hmm. and apply it rather than just kind of smoking it. Yeah. Really, really yeah. just smoking it because I think that that's just such a huge thing. Yeah. We haven't been able to do it for so long that now we get right. to be out in the open mm-hmm. and we're so excited about it and it's great. But we have this huge opportunity to do so much with this plant and then the focus is kind of being put in one place. Yeah. Um, so what was the question Hemp again? seed oil. Yes, with the hemp seed oil. Um, the reason I choose hemp seed oil is because – it has omegas in it and like a lot of cellular building blocks that we need for our amino acids for our cellular structure. So being able to put that on your skin, it like soaks it up without leaving any sort of like sticky feeling. Like, you know, you use coconut mm-hmm. oil and mm-hmm. you think it's going to be really great, but then you're like wondering why you have this like mm-hmm. thickness just sitting on your skin. Yes. Yeah. And it's not really absorbing and like moisturizing right. on a cellular yeah. level. And that's what hemp does. It <laughs> cool. moisturizes on a cellular level. I love how excited so, you get. I know. Oh, it's so cool. I just <laughs> my mind that these plants are here for our utilization yeah you know? and we're just so, not really tapping into them yeah, we just, need to right. try a hip seed yeah. oil massage I know. yeah totally. sounds awesome for the yeah. skin it so is. we all know that cannabis creates perspective on top of healing our bodies right, right. um and what ways do you think that cannabis has played a role in shaping your thoughts and the ways that you live as an adult in almost all the ways, because even though I said um, I go through seasons where um, I choose not to like smoke or participate in like cannabis usage, I still realize it's such a core part of who I identify with. Mm -hmm. And I used to think that that was such a bad thing to have an ego, you know, like getting into psychedelics and all the other alternative forms of therapy that I have indulged in to get me to this point. Um, really just like made me more aware of how integrated this was to who I, what I wanted to share with the world. Yeah. And that's why I get so excited mm-hmm. when I like am able to learn things about how valuable it really is. Um, because it's such a feminine aspect of the world that doesn't get acknowledgement that's been trying like to be stifled. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. I think I, I hope I answered. No, you're doing great. I, I just am like, I love watching you speak because you're so well-spoken. Like Brandon said, it just flows right out. You could walk on a stage with the mic and like be talking to an audience. (laughs) You know, that's so great. And I love when people tell me that, but it has taken me so much to get to this point. And we all deal with like so much self-doubt. And so to know that I put that out inwardly with Mm -hmm. so much I deal with internally, I attribute a lot of that to cannabis, you know, because like I said, the first time I used it, I was so uncomfortable. You know, Mm -hmm. I had all these paranoias and, and continuing to use it while it was illegal really helped me break that stigma mm-hmm. and be like, you know what? This is good for me and I'm not going to be sorry about that. Yeah. yeah. So Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We're not going to be sorry. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so what's something in the Oklahoma market that you would like to see changed or something that needs more work? Education. Yes. Education on every level. I mean, it is unreal to me that one of the reasons we voted this in 
for mm-hmm. medical reasons was to help with rehabilitation and education. Yes. And yet, you know, our state is just holding all this money and I'm just like, oh, it's, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that's a whole different topic yeah talk yeah. about that. <laughs> <laughs> so may we ask everyone this question what is a stigma with cannabis that you would like to see changed personally the stigma with cannabis that i would like to be to see changed is slow play music right yeah. now dun, dun. <laughs> Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I've actually been watching a lot. That of- really smoking it makes you a bad person because that has been something I continually have to deal with as someone who like perpetuates breathe wellness, mm-hmm. you know, yes. because I have vices too. And I think that it's a good thing to have a healthy balance of those. So really not feeling guilt and shame for wanting to, have you know an yeah. edible or smoke a yeah. joint is just that needs to end yeah and it's just so deeply ingrained within us mm-hmm. i agree i feel like a lot of people we know recently have been a lot more open-minded to cannabis and a lot of it has to do because that's really integ- we've integrated our lives For into sure. this industry like yeah. so deep right and it's crazy to see all the people that we grew up with who are so against it our yeah. parents specifically is who I'm talking about Yeah, that were so against it. And like we got in trouble for it and just all the things. And there's just like, you're hanging out with people who smoke weed. Like they're doing nothing with their lives. Yeah. Well, those are the exact same people I'm hanging out with. And they're the most successful people in my life, That's awesome. which is really cool. And that. they're the most like meditative, like in tune with themselves, people yeah, who are exactly. actively seeking change, mm-hmm. but also like not just, for the world, but within themselves too, and like 100%. pushing themselves. So yeah. it's cool that we've gotten to be in this perspective of cannabis and really see what it is more than just smoking and eating, but like everything about it. All the different yeah. ways All it goes, different. like you were saying. Yeah. yeah, totally. And how yeah. you can use it topically too. And you yeah. know, that's so yeah. cool. Well, May, thank you so much for being here. Yes, thank we you, ladies. enjoy talking to you. Great. Thank you for pouring into us and everything that you shared. I can't wait to come to Tulsa and get a massage from you soon. Yes, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Uh, so actually, I travel to my clients. Let me say that before I get off here. Yeah. With independent care, I travel. And so my motto is... Um, or kind of like my tagline is world-class therapy available in small town, Oklahoma. Oh, <laughs> I'm here for it. Um, so yeah, I travel all over and um, I love to meet people. And I think that that's um, something that I'm really honing into is being able to offer my services for more of the discreet consumers that still um, – are weary of that stigma and that stigma really plays a role still in their lives because we don't have it federally legalized. Right. So on our way. Yeah. Excuse me. What is your website and your social handles? So people know. Yes. Thank you. Um, you can find my social handles, which you can't, you can Google me, Google me on Indie care. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, I Google. just got all that set up and um, I'm Indie care, Oklahoma on Facebook and on Instagram. And then those will link you to my website. That's still Perfect. in the works. I just manifested a tech person into my life. So Ooh, love that. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, guys, th- I think this concludes today's episode. May you were a joy to have on. Thank you so Thank much. You. 
Guys, this concludes today's episode. I think I already said that, so I'm repeating <laughs> myself. <laughs> Stay tuned for next week's episode, and as always, Brand. Stay medicated. <laughs>